Hey guys, welcome to a uh, fun and uh, you know different bonus episode of Brackets and Brews. Uh, it's going to be a solo episode tonight, um, doing a little bit different of a format. Um, one of the uh, you know interesting parts of you know what we do between Brackets and Brews is obviously you know it's, it's you have your brackets. You know, me and Waldo debate things. So, sorry, he's no longer known as Waldo. Uh, his name is Blooper now. Um, and uh, obviously, you know, the brews section. And, and, you know, I feel like we could do a little bit more with the brews. Um, you know, one of the cool things about, you know, uh, let me uh, let me backtrack a little bit. There, you know, one of the things I haven't really talked about is uh, kind of me and what I do. Um Let's see. So, um, you know, we obviously we talk about sports a lot and, you know, it, it's one of those things where I probably watch a lot less than I used to. Um, I'm still a, you know, a diehard Seahawks fan. I watch hockey, uh, definitely not as much as I used to. Um, but you know, another massive part of my life is, uh, racing and more specifically Spartan racing. I, um, I've been doing it since, oh God, I started in 20, 2015, technically. I don't like to admit that my first race was a stadion, um, mostly because I, I don't really consider them true Spartans. I really don't. Um, you know, I know they have the obstacles and everything, and I don't want to take anything away from anyone. Um, but I think one of the best things about Spartan is truly getting out of your comfort zone. And I think one of the things that really does that is nature. Um, you know, hiking is tough, but when you're throwing in, you know, three foot deep mud and, and you know, water obstacles and, you know, you, your barbed wire is actual barbed wire and not, you know, just string or rope. Um, I think, a, you know, a true outdoor Spartan is, you know, much more reflective of, you know, getting into your uncomfort zone. Um so yeah, so I've been doing Spartan since 2015. I started at the tail end. My first real race to me, again, to me, was uh, New Jersey Beast. Uh, it was probably 40 in the 40s, uh, raining, and I was totally not prepared. Um, dressed in absolutely, you know, like a t-shirt and shorts, and that was rough. Um, but I still fell in love. That was at the end of April. You know, two, three weeks later, I flew out to Colorado and did the super out there. And then, you know, shortly thereafter, I think it was D.C. I think I did the D.C. sprint after, um, followed by Palmerton super, which fun fact I get to do. Um, actually, this will probably come out after I do that. So, you you know, maybe you'll hear about that in the future. And maybe I'll do a Spartan race episode at some point with uh, one of my Spartan friends. You know, we'll, we'll give Waldo another break here. Um but yeah, so, you know, I did the Palmerton Super, um, man, I'm trying to remember the other 27 or 2016 races that I did, um, Palmerton, I did another Jersey one, I believe, and I did Killington that year, that's right, that was my beast, so, you know, I did a lot of races and well, six races in 2016, um, 2017 was where I kind of went a little bonkers. I think I did 27 that year. Um, back to back, you know, um, I did the bone frog. I didn't do a savage that year, but I did a bone frog. 
um, which was incredible. I, I'm glad they're back. I hope they, you know, branch away from the stadium, the yeah, stadium that they're doing. Um, but yeah, so basically, long story short, I am massively into Spartans. And one of the beautiful things about doing Spartans is I get to travel for them. And uh, I found some really cool states. I've been all over the country racing now. And, um, you know, now that, you know, I'm, I'm becoming to, to beer and the brewing process and everything as much as I have been, it's really cool to, to travel and check out new breweries. So anytime I do, you know, a travel session um, and get to explore some breweries, I, I want to talk about it. Um, you know, I, I love spreading the joy of beer. I, I think what people make, it, it is art in a sense. Um, I think what guys, you know, like Matt at, at 10.7 or Evan at McCall, um, you know, they're just two brewers off the top of my head. But um, what they do is is pretty damn cool. And I, I want to be able to spread that and share that with you guys. And, you know, maybe if you're traveling to, to one of these states that I mentioned or talk about, uh, you'll get the opportunity to, to check them out and support them, meet some of the cool people that I've met. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, just recently I got the privilege to travel to Utah. I flew out. Um, I flew out on a Wednesday, flew back Monday night, like almost midnight. And uh, I, I, oh man, I, <laughs> I went to 17 breweries on that trip. Um, six in one day. Now, let, let, <laughs> that's going to sound pretty bad to some people for five days, but you know, let me, let me clarify some stuff. So obviously, you know, um, with the last day, I did Uber everywhere with the six breweries. I had to go back down to Salt Lake. You know, we stayed in Ogden, and um, which is just north. It's like 45 minutes north. Um, so, you know, it's pretty cool to get to go all over. Um, you know, Utah, Wyoming, and Idaho. Not in that order. It was actually Utah, Idaho, Wyoming. Um, but yeah, so Utah in particular has very odd, um, old school, perhaps laws on alcohol and alcohol consumption. Um, so the big one that I can't wait to share with more people, cause honestly, it's just absolutely incredible. It's, inf- it's fascinating. Uh, beers on draft have to be 5% or less. And apparently recently, maybe it was, uh, I could be wrong. I, you know, uh, listening to, to bartenders, you know, when there's other stuff going on, I think she had said within the past, like three to five years it changed. It used to be 3%. Uh, I, props to them, um, for burn stuff that low. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, it's, everything was low there. They do have high point cans. Um, I got mixed messaging on, you know, what constitutes, uh, you know, if you can actually drink from the cans there, uh, you know, one brewery in particular, I'm not going to name names cause I don't want to get anybody in trouble. God forbid, you know, I'm not going to name religions either, but leaders of particular religions listening in. And being like, oh, we got to go after them. I, I don't want to do that. I really don't. So 
because um, to be honest, I absolutely enjoyed every brewery that I went to. Um, I think the beer scene in all three of those states, mind you, you know, I only went to one and one, two and another. Um, but Utah in particular, I, I think Utah is a very underrated beer scene. And I, I hope they can, can break, you know, out of the chains that has been presented to them by their government and, uh, you know, get, get with the program. You know, it's what these guys do is cool. It's like, it's art. Um, but honestly, you know what Utah is doing is art as well. So maybe it's not a big deal to them and they're not going to fight for it. And that's cool. Um, yeah, that's totally cool. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mentioned I went to 17 breweries. I, I I haven't counted the beers I was going to, but you know what? It was probably probably around 100 different beers that I tried. And I'm just rounding up because obviously, you know, I went with a friend uh, and, you know, she got her own flights and I tried some of hers. So, you know, between all the beers, you know, I didn't track every single one. I didn't track the ones that she had ordered. Um, but you know, uh, probably around a hundred beers because I can think of two breweries in particular. We had nine at one because we just got two flights of like everything they had, except I think we missed one beer. I think they had 10, 10 on tap. We, neither of us were interested in it, not our style. Um, and there was another one that we couldn't squeeze in and I wasn't too thrilled on it, but I will admit it was actually pretty good. It was a red ale, um, which not my favorite style. Um, cause I just think of Killian's Irish red whenever I see something like that. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to bracket this out. I, I, I'll talk, you know, a little bit more in depth about each of the breweries cause I think they deserve it. I'll talk about location, you know, I'll bring up my untapped app and I'll, you know, I'll talk about some of my favorite beers from there. Uh, cause I didn't rate them all, but you know, we, I, I rated quite a few of them, most of them, um, so yeah, um, let, let's let's start. So obviously, 17 breweries. It's a little tough to do uh, a clean one, and I really didn't. There was none that I wanted to leave out. There really weren't. They were all great in their own way. Um, you know, I think if there was one I could leave out, it's one of the larger ones, and I don't want to do that. I, I and again, I don't think it's anything that they're doing. Um, I wanted to try as many draft beers as possible, and most of what they had was canned. They do do higher alcohol there so you know i didn't really get to try a bunch of their stuff i only had one beer from there um but it was a you know they do not nobody deserves to get left off this list so let's get into it the first we'll start with the snake river which is in wyoming that's jackson hole wyoming and uh grid city and, and salt lake city um, Snake River, I'll start with them. Absolutely beautiful venue. Um, incredible venue. It's beautiful there. Jackson Hole is an awesome town. A little too touristy for me. Um, but it, the outdoor area. Now, mind you, pretty much all these places, uh, I sat at the bar. I did not sit outside for most of these. Um, I will say Utah in particular. Um, Wyoming as well were two of the buggiest places I've ever been in my life. Uh, the rental car at the very end. Uh, it's a silver rental car, silver Dodge Charger, which was, by the way, a blast to drive uh, in the mountains and everything. Um, looked black up front. 
black and brown because so many damn bugs and yellow and oh god it was terrible um so yeah so snake river awesome awesome venue you got the ski ski resort like right right in sight um the bar area and the inside was you know absolutely massive i did manage to to snag a a t-shirt from them um and jackson like i said cool town very beautiful check out the grand tetons if you go but um you know the the beer was definitely good there i i man did i i don't i don't think i got a flight there i think i stuck because that was my long day that was a long drive I stuck to what I knew and it went well because I got their Mexican lager and I got their Pilsner, the Lunar Crush. And I like the Pilsner, surprisingly. I'm a big Mexican lager guy. It's in my blood. Thanks, mom. Um, but, you know, their Pilsner was fantastic. Um, so, yeah, so Snake River in Grid City. So Snake River, I was at by myself, uh, Grid City. Uh, my friend was with me and we both really liked Grid City. I, you know, it was, this one's a little, this one's tough to choose. And, and the reason being, I had, so my Spartan race was Saturday morning and I had to drop her off at the airport on Saturday night. And my stomach was just not okay after the race. Um, not 100% sure why I just eating was not in my favor I was not it's I did not feel okay um it's not the most uncommon thing but I don't remember and it honestly was probably the altitude I think that was a big part of it um because it definitely was killing me during the race but yeah anyways Grid City was fantastic beer um i rated oh man their saison their sour saison i'm not a big saison person that was probably one of the higher beers that i rated on the trip um i'm I'm pretty sure i only got the one beer there just because it just i felt bad kate loved the spot um but it was a good location uh cool spot awesome bartenders i gotta give them props there because they were all super friendly um, I love that. I love one of the reasons I love breweries is the, the sense of community at them, which is no different than a Spartan race. I, I love that sort of thing. And Grid City had that. They had it so well. Um, so we're going to go Grid City on this one. Um, it, it's really tough. This whole bracket's just going to be damn impossible. Um, so that was like the only real like outlier with them. That was like the first one. Cause obviously it had to be a 16th and a 17th seed. So, you know, it's tough because snake river was the one I was looking the most forward to. They were the ones that I found out about before I even went. So to, to eliminate the, the brewery that I was the most excited about doesn't seem right, but it has to be done. So, uh, but I'm just going to, because I just talked about Grid City, I'm going to stick with them since we already talked about them. I don't have to come back to it. And I'm going to go against uh, Prodigy. Now, Prodigy was in Logan, Utah. Um, it's a bit more uh, corporate kind of feel. It felt like a city atmosphere. It was in like a, you know, super big building. Um, but it was like right in downtown Logan. Logan was a cool town, but we weren't there for long. You know, we were stopping there on the way back from uh, from the Lava Hot Springs in Idaho, which were so cool. 
Uh, if you ever get the chance to check out Hot Springs, do it. Um, you know, we, we, we made the mistake of starting out in the 112 degree water. Uh, don't do that. Start start at the 105. If you go, don't do not do the 112. Um, but Prodigy was a cool spot as far as like the, the beers they had. Um, they were good. I, you know, I got a flight there. Um, I tried, you know, pretty much all of hers. Uh, but based off of what I had, you know, I had the, the a yellow snow steam ale. Not my favorite. It's not, it wasn't the worst. I would give it an average. Um, if you guys ever want to follow me on Untapped, my username is socks underscore OCR, socks with an X underscore OCR. Um, socks, in case none of you knew, this is my Spartan name or nickname or whatever. Um, yeah, so. You know, it was, you know, not my favorite. Good, cool spot. Um, I, I'm talking about this snow steam ale. I'm trying to scroll back down to where I was in my app because I, I want to I make sure I do this right for you guys. I don't want to leave anything out. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, yellow snow steam ale. Uh, they're 302 Pilsner. Well, it was a good Pilsner. It was average. Uh, not my favorite Pilsner I had while I was out there, but it was it was good. Um, I did get their sour, their fruited sour there. It's complicated. Um, pineapple pineapple sour, uh, really good. Um, you guys will learn as, as I go on with the beers. I'm a big sour person. Um, so, yeah. It, it, and then what was the other one I got there? An American lager. Light lager. Uh, it was good. It was drinkable. Um you know, after after a long day out driving to Idaho and everything, it was it was a good cool down beer. So you know, it, look, Prodigy was a good spot. I, I still got to give the nod to Grid City. So Grid City already with two wins. Um, yeah. So keep going. Bewilder. Bewilder is in Salt Lake City. Um, the location. I want to say it was in a bad location because it wasn't. There's a lot of homeless, the, the homeless situation in Salt Lake. Maybe I'll talk about that in another episode. Um, it's not good. Um, there's a nice congregation right outside of Bewilder, but I, I'm going to leave that out of it. Um, you know, it was the beer. Um, okay. It pr- probably was not my favorite spot that I went to. Um, and again, I don't want to talk bad on anything. Um, I met some nice people at the brewery. I will say that they were they were on their way from Oregon, Portland, Oregon, where let's talk about homeless situation. There is way worse. Uh, yeah, going from Portland, Oregon to Indianapolis. So they were cool. Um, you know, I did get a I did get a flight at Bewilder. Uh, I had a couple sours at their Mango Goza. I had their, it was a blueberry, blueberry pomegranate sour. Uh, I got their Mexican lager and a lime pilsner. I will say the lime pilsner there was amazing. Uh, that was fantastic. Oh, nope, sorry. That is not Bewilder. What was the fourth beer that I had it? Oh, that's going to bother me now. I don't, sour, mango sour, cerveza. Oh, and I had a Kolsch. Did I not rate the Kolsch? Apparently not. I'm missing a beer. Huh. 
Well, all right, so I had a Kolsch, two sours that I mentioned, the Cerveza, the Mexican Lager, and a Kolsch. I didn't rate the Kolsch, though. Wow. All right, let's scratch that. Let's back up. I'm going to have to edit that out, apparently. Bewilder. Mango Goza. Okay. Um, I'm a big mango person. I have. I can't say I've had it where it's like the main fruit in a beer and it's been like my favorite. Um, the blueberry pomegranate sour was actually pretty damn good. I will give it that, um, considering I'm not a big blueberry person. I, I think when you do something I'm not a fan of and make me a fan of it, that that that's a good sign. That shows you can, you know, you know what you're doing with it to bring out the best in something. Um, so yeah, bewilder. All right. Bewilder is going up against Jim Dandy in Idaho, Pocatello, Idaho, Pocatello driving into it. You don't like, nobody expects Idaho to be like a cool spot. Nothing against Idaho, but like there's nothing. It's not a huge destination. You know, they're, they're, everything there is not, like, you don't have the arches of Utah. You don't have Pikes Peak or, or you know, the Garden of the Gods. Uh, California got the score. Like, Idaho is just kind of off the radar. Idaho is beautiful. Um, the hills there, mountain, like, mountainous hills. They're smooth. The mountains are smoother there. They're all grassy. Um, driving into Pocatello was absolutely beautiful, but as far as the brewery goes, Jim Dandy, fantastic brewery. It was such a cool spot. Like it was so under the radar. You don't know about it pulling up to it. Uh, but I'm so glad we went there. I did get my favorite t-shirt on the trip from there. I don't know why it's like so basic, but I loved it. I absolutely loved it. The people there were great. The beer was great. Um, to kind of give you an idea of what I got. Oh, let me find it. I gotta find it. I wish there was a faster way to search on on Untapped, but of course there's not. But alright, Jim Dandy. Jim Dandy, I had a five-year beer. It was a New England hazy. I had a melon patch Berliner. I love Berliners. They are my favorite style by far. Um the melon patch was a watermelon sour. I'm not a big watermelon person. Like, watermelon flavored person. I love to eat watermelon, but let's be real. The two don't taste the same. Um, that was... Whew, that was amazing, that beer. Um, they had a bomba guava, it's called. Uh, and I'll admit, guava is my favorite flavor in a beer. Um, I don't... Yeah, it's got to be guava. Uh, I don't know if anything's closer in terms of like a flavor profile of a beer that kind of just I have to get wherever I go, um, which surprisingly not one of the best I've had, but it still wasn't bad. Um, I just have high standards for guava beers. And then I had another hazy uh, New England hazy from there. Um, Flyhopper. That was probably the most average there. But between that... The, but the melon patch just absolutely blows most other beers I had out there out of the water. I, I still remember that beer. I still remember what it tastes like. I wish I could get some more here. I, I, would, I would love to be able to find some here. Um, I hope they spread out more um, in terms of uh, distribution. Um, 
but between B Wilder and Jim Dandy, gotta go Jim Dandy. Um, we're going on to, to Melvin Brewing and Saltfire. All right. So I mentioned earlier there was a beer uh, brewing company where I only had one beer. That was Saltfire. Saltfire does most of their stuff on cans, so I feel it's a little unfair to them to put them on here still. Um, I'll give them credit for quite a few things. One of which, their merch was really cool. Um, couldn't find really anything in my size, but cool merch. Um, and then super friendly people. Um, it's just a, it, it's, the spot was a little, it, it was kind of like bewildered. It's in that like same section as them. Um, and ooh, another beer that I'm having right now, just decided to stick to my coasters. Sorry about that. But, um, yeah, salt fire is a cool spot. Uh, I only got to try Hefeweizen from there. I don't even know if I rated it, to be honest with you. Um, I didn't want to just, yeah, I, I we're, we're not going to pick salt fire versus what I'm about to mention. Melvin Brewing. Melvin Brewing is in a small town, super small town on the border of Idaho and Wyoming. Um, it's on like a little peninsula on a picturesque Alpine Lake. Now, mind you, the town is called Alpine, Wyoming, uh, with beautiful mountains surrounding it. I don't think I've ever seen a more beautiful brewery. It's huge, too. The brewery is absolutely huge. Um, and I got to meet even more amazing people there. I got to meet other podcasters there. Uh, awesome husband and wife. Got to sit and chat with beer. Or ch- chat about beer. Uh, met another guy there who had just moved there from San Diego. I think it was San Diego. Southern California. A lot of people from Southern California I met on this trip. But... It was uh, Melvin. Oh, man. I, I don't even... The, the I know I should. I know I should talk about the beer at them all. But, man, that, that brewery location is just... Wow. I, I still still can't get over it. Um, but as far as what I had there, you know, I had a blackberry lemon sour. You know, I wanted to get the full thing there, and it was great. And then I got a flight. I got a... Uh, there's a honey beer that I had. I uh, you know, we had uh, on our first ever episode, the Always Honey at Philadelphia. Um, honey beer, not my favorite style. I don't um, particularly. I'm not a big sweet person, which sounds odd being that I love sours. I prefer them because of the sourness, though. I love the more sour it is, the better. Um, I had a Mexican lager there. Again, that was pretty average. Uh, but their Pilsner was great. Uh, Pilsner, it's called. And then um, they had a Star Valley IPA um, that was pretty good too. And they also gave me a, uh, they gave me, they were so nice. They gave me a free sample of uh, the uh, Miss Poor. I, I, I feel like I get Miss Poor's at places that I frequent. So to get one at a spot that I've never been to was kind of cool and nice. And, uh, you know, um, it was called a two by four, it's a double IPA. Because again, Wyoming, not Utah, um, that was pretty good too. Um, but Melvin, it's gotta be Melvin. I I can't, you can't beat that location. Um, I would absolutely love to go back. Um, and then let's do one more before we take a quick break. Um, and I can dry off this coaster. So my glass doesn't stick anymore. And by the way, I have no idea what I'm drinking. Uh, it's an unlabeled can from my brewery. Um, 
I could guess. You know, smelling it. Um, I think it's our creative collective. I think this was our collaboration with Warwick Farm. I mean, it's, I, I love it. It's a great beer. I, I'm pretty sure it's that. It's one of our low pours, so they don't always label the cans. And unless I drink it right after I get it, I'm not going to remember. So it's kind of fun to try out some different stuff. But um, you know what? On that note, because I took a little longer doing that, I'm going to take a quick break and uh, we'll be back shortly to finish over the rest of the uh, the, the breweries. My fun little trip. So we'll be right back. And uh, yeah. All right, we're back from the break. Welcome, bra- yeah, welcome, yeah, welcome, Brack to Brackets and Brews. Um, I'm just gonna get right back into it. I want to keep moving along. I don't want this episode to do, get too out of hand, uh, especially when we keep bracketing it. It's it's gonna get easier for me as we go. This first round, really, I, I just want to kind of talk more about each brewery and you know what made them special, what's remember, you know, memorable. Sorry. Um, so yeah, so. We're going to start with Talisman. Uh, Talisman was actually the second brewery that we checked out. The first one of the one day. Um, yeah, it was the second brewery in Ogden that we got to check out. Talisman, cool spot. Excellent, helpful bartender. Um, the, the spot reminded me of Imprint Brewing in Hatfield, Pennsylvania. If you guys know of it, all my local listeners. Um, kind of like a uh, warehousey type of feel bench seating for the most well one bench um they do food trucks there it was it was a cool spot it was a cool spot the beer uh definitely um it was kind of 50 50 there were some really good beers and some average beers uh but uh, overall a really cool spot as far as you know what was had there you know i had a i had a wheat beer called killer grove i'm pretty sure that had honey in it I could be wrong uh, New England Hazy called Spindrift, El Norte, I believe that was their Mexican lager. That was uh, it was above average Mexican lager. And uh, Mama Joe's Fruited Sour, that was a lime sour, I want to say. Uh, pretty good. Uh, rated that relatively highly. As far as the beers um, that Kate had ordered that I got to try out, there was a stout I didn't rate. I'm not a, a milk stout called Utter Chaos. Not a big stout person in general, um, but that one was pretty good. I just didn't want to rate it because if I'm going to do a stout, I'm going to do it right. We're going to do a stout episode one of these times, probably in wintertime. I'm not a big summer stout stout person, so we're going to do a stout episode. I'm just going to collect a bunch uh, later in this year, and we're going to go through some stouts. How's that sound, guys? I did have a fruited goza there. It was a nitro. I did rate this above average. It probably would have been higher if I didn't get it on nitro. I'm not the biggest fan of nitro. I I like the carbonation to my beer. Um, I think it just makes it too smooth. I can't remember a nitro beer that I thought was better than the alternative. So it's a rate of nitro beer 4.1 for me is pretty good. So that tells you the flavor is fantastic. And they did have it on regular. I just didn't get it. Um, You know, already trying you know, essentially, well, one flight plus, you know, another, uh, another, uh, you know, K 
Kate Spears and everything. I just, yeah. Um, they did have a weep year called Hot Girl Summer. That was, that was good. I do remember that one. I rated that pretty highly. And uh, a Pilsner. Czech Pilsner. Um, did not rate that one as well. I have a tough time with Czech beers. I don't know what it is. Um, similar to stouts, I think. It's, to me, I, I would rather drink them in the fall. So to drink them in like 85, 90 degree weather. I don't know. I didn't really have anything to really go off of to, to rate it against. So I didn't want to. I didn't think it would be fair. So yeah, so that was Talisman. And that's going up against Templin Family Brewing. Templin Family was actually recommended to us by the bartender of Grid City. Templin Family was probably the hippest spot that we went to. Everybody there had cool ass names like freaking Cowboy or... Uh, man, I, I wish I remembered some of the other ones. Cowboy was definitely the one that stuck out the most. Um, there was the girl with the Mormon haircut. I don't know why I think it's a Mormon haircut, but to me it is. Um, and uh, yeah, so the hippest spot in town by far. Uh, the beer was amazing though. No flight there. Uh, got a couple different ones. I remember I got a New England hazy, best New England hazy that I had on this trip. I, I'm pretty sure it's probably one of the best New England hazies that I've had. Um, absolutely fantastic. I wish I remembered the name off the top of my head um, while I'm scrolling through and, and looking for it. Um, Wicked Sea Party. Wicked Sea Party from TF Brewing. They go by TF sometimes. Templin Family. Um, that was a fantastic beer. Rated it a 4.9. Um, and then I also had their Fruited Berliner. I love Berliners. I really do. A Tangelo Berliner. Uh, 4.8. Um, yeah. I, I, their beer was fantastic. The vibe was chill. It was a good time. Um, would love to go back to Templin Family. So they're moving on. Um, but continuing down, let's, let's skip ahead. We got Roosters B. I think it's Roosters B. I think it might just be Roosters. And maybe they're on B Street, something like that. Um, but when you search for them, it's for some reason, it always shows up as just Roosters, but also Roosters B. I'm not 100% on that. I won't deduct for the name confusion. Absolutely not. So Roosters B, I love the spot. It was a, a interesting location. Um, Kind of downtown-y Ogden a little bit, but in like a warehouse kind of thing too. Uh, outside looked cool. Didn't sit out there, but the outside looked cool. Super friendly clientele. Um, even the people that were, worked there, they weren't the most talkative, but they were definitely very helpful and everything. And Yeah, so Roosters B, as far as the beer there goes, um, got to be honest, it wasn't the most memorable for me. Um, nothing that I had there really sticks out is uh you know something that um was yeah I, I will say probably the my least favorite beer they had on this trip was from there um their one you big league hazy i just oh sorry guys sorry sorry roosters it's not my favorite um yeah uh, that one was one i had to force down uh, not 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 great not great but but i want to say it's not a new england thing with them because their other one the jetway juicy was fantastic the juicy hazy um that was delicious rated that a four on untapped um 
And then as far as the other ones there, Blood Orange IPA, uh, that was a Session IPA. That was above average. That was pretty good, 3.9. And then I had a High Desert IPA from there as well, an American IPA. Um, and that was average. So not not the best beer. Um, definitely had the worst there on the trip. It's just too undrinkable. Um, so yeah, that's Rooster's Beat. So moving on, they're going up against Utah, U-T-O-G. Um, I don't know if that's, I, I know it's Utah Ogden, but the OG thing thrown in there, I, I like the word play on the name. You can kind of take it a couple different ways. I will say, uh, I know I mentioned Jim Dandy's having my favorite shirt. Utah is up there too. Their, their shirt was cool. Um, nice logo. It's a cool spot. Not my favorite location, like in terms of like the inside of it. There was no outdoor seating as far as I could see. Um, kind of had like that warehouse cafeteria vibe kind of going on the inside. Um, so yeah, as far as uh, the place itself, not my favorite. Um, the location was good though. They had these cool murals across the street. And again, the merch there was, was awesome. Uh, but that was our that was our stop right after uh, Talisman, and I got a peach wheat beer there. That was really good. I do actually remember that one. Uh, love Poncho wheat a Hefeweizen, average average beer. They're boys in the hood. Um, I, I wish I could find some of these beers here. That I rated really high. Uh, that was a fun beer. Boys in the hood, a boysenberry uh, fruit and sour. Um, I enjoyed that very much. And then their Mexican lager. I rated it, I rated it a three and a half, which um, to kind of give you guys an idea on where I rate things, for me, 3.7 is average. Um, anything below that is, you know, if it's anything above a 3.5, it's still good. But for me, my baseline is a 3.7. Uh, I have my reasons for that. Um, I don't think breweries deserve to get shit on as much as they do by people. Um, especially ones that don't know beer. So to give somebody a one on a beer, it has to be like battery acid. Um, the, the, these breweries need our support and to rank them. It's not Google guys. Untapped is not Google. Um, but these breweries deserve support and to rate them anything less than a 3.7 it's just going to draw people away keep people away you, you don't want that you want them to get better and the way that you do that is you make them look a four anything four and up is considered fantastic so if it's slightly below that they're never going to get above a four to get those big crowds every brewery should strive to be in the fours on untapped it's that simple so if you keep it right below it then you're fine. And obviously not every beer is going to be above a 3.7. It's not even going to be above a four. Um, so that's why the bigger ones, the better ones, they deserve those high scores. Um, and I will only do below that if it really deserves it. And I can't finish it or which is rare. Um, but no beer is that bad. Not true. I've had some bad beers. All right. So that kind of explains that. So yeah, for a Mexican lager to be a 3.5, it just didn't do anything for me. It really didn't. But so between Roosters being Utah, I, I think with the, the boys in the hood, I got to go Utah. Um, I liked, neither was my favorite spot for the Ogden beers, but I'm going to go Utah just because they did have the better beer. One of the better beers of my entire trip. 
Um, so it's it's barely you dog ahead of roosters. All right, so moving on. Oh man, I kind of want to come back to this one. All right, I'm not. I'm not going to come back to it. I want to talk about Keto's. Keto's was not on my radar. I don't know what made me pick going to Keto's. I don't remember. It was my first stop on my way down to Salt Lake City. And I think I was just looking through, you know, Google Maps and Keto's popped up and they had really good ratings. I think they're like a 4.8 on Google, which is fantastic. It's kind of like my scale. Anything 4.7 or above on Google, check, check out the place. Check it out. It's worth it. So Keto's. So I stopped at Keto's and it is in, man, I pulled up and I'm like, do I go in? It looked so divey from the outside. They had the, like barely any windows, super small windows, like a warehouse kind of feel. Um, thought, thought my car was going to get broken into, but I got to say, I'm so glad I stopped. Um, first off, Q, uh, you were awesome. Favorite bartender the whole trip. You were a blast to talk to. Uh, proud of you and uh, everything you're talking about doing and, and traveling and stuff. So Q gets a special shout out. Um, but the beer there. Oh my God, the selection. I have to talk about one beer in particular though. And I'm going to... They had a salt and pickle beer. And before you guys say anything like, that sounds disgusting. It's not. I thought the same thing. I was like, what? No. It was so damn good. It was refreshing. It was... I loved it. I absolutely loved the beer. And for something like that to, to be as good as it was, as great as it was, when you don't think it is, that... Keto's was just fantastic. They got the they got all these pinball machines there. I was like the only person there um, for most of the time. I, I I wanted to have like a two hour limit on every brewery that I went to at Salt Lake on on my last day there, and I ended up spending almost three there because it was just a blast. She was great. Uh, the beer was great. She was super helpful. She picked out one of my flights. She gave great recommendations. Um, I just had a blast there. Keto's, fantastic brewery. If you're in Salt Lake, check it out. Absolutely, just check it out. So worth it. Um, the other one is probably uh, the biggest, I believe, in terms of um, size. Not just in terms of like building size, but uh, I think they have... Utah's distribution stuff confuses me. Um, but Uinta. Uinta? Uinta Brewing? Uinta? I'm going to go Uinta. Um, Uinta Brewing, um, also a really cool spot, um, kind of off the beaten path, a little more imprinting as well in terms of like being in a warehouse, but they had like a nice little outside area too. Um, the beer there was definitely pretty good, um, above average, I will say. Um, let's see. So what did I get there? I had... I had a blonde ale, summer blonde ale, not my favorite, a little, little below average for me, um, but their, their wheat beer, the Rocapulco, um, I'm trying to remember, is that a sourish? I think it was, I think it was their pine, no, it was their pineapple orange mimosa beer, it was like an ale, uh, wheat ale, uh, definitely really good, rated that pretty highly, um, what else did I have there, I had the Was Angeles, a German, German Pilsner, uh, average, average. 
and then their lime pilsner. Their lime pilsner was fantastic. Um, absolutely delicious. Good flavor. I'm a big lime flavor fan. Um, so yeah, so Uinta, cool spot. Bartender was super nice. Got to chat with her for a bit. Um, kind of tell there was a little, little odd. I want to say, I don't want to get too much into that. Um, not the friendliest of looking folks, but it, which is kind of surprising considering the divey aspect of Keto's. Um, this definitely had like the most like, uh, large scale kind of feel to it in terms of at least in Salt Lake. So yeah, so, um, this one's easy for me. Keto's, Keto's absolutely moving on. Um, yeah. So let's keep going. Uh, yeah, let's go that one. So Ogden Brewing Company. Um, also I want to talk about the bartender there. She had just moved like she was from Hawaii, been all over these Denver, I believe. Um, super friendly, was super nice offering us the, uh, the red ale. Um, cause we got, we got pretty much all beers on tap except on tap, except for one. Um, and I don't remember what that one was, but neither of us were like big on that style. So it was probably like a Belgian of some kind of, maybe that was the barley wine one. Either way, uh, the location was pretty cool. It was like towards the end of the night in terms of them closing and everything, but they were super nice about us. So, you know, being a little past, um, a little past. It's a brewery. Everybody stays for a little past. That's fine. I don't, it's like my own. I don't expect people to get out right away, but you know, be cognizant of it. Um, so yeah, so Ogden, cool spot. Got to try all the beers. Definitely, definitely above average. Some of them were, were fantastic. Um, maybe I'll talk about, yeah, let's, let's, let's bring up one. Let's bring up one or two. All right. So as far as the ones that, you know, we had tried there, did I even, I don't know if, I think this is the brewery I didn't rate from. I did not. This might be the ones I just checked in. Yeah, I did not rate these. Uh, probably cause it was the end of the night and we're just trying to, trying to get out and be nice and friendly and everything but uh definitely above average i do remember some of them um don't remember their names by any means but we did try the the whole smorgasbord it was a good spot chips and guac were good so food was good i haven't mentioned food much here uh i'm gonna try to keep that out of it um but yeah ogden so let's move on so hopkins Hopkins, I got there pretty late. So this was the first place we went to. My flight landed a few hours later than Kate's. And um, she absolutely loved it. It was her spot, her favorite spot. Um, as far as the vibe goes, definitely up there with TF. Uh, super friendly, super chill. They had like jazz music going on right when I got there and it ended shortly thereafter, which is kind of a bummer. It was a, it was a cool spot. As far as the beer goes, I uh, definitely liked it. Um, got to try... So their guava goddess definitely about way above average. I gave that a 4.4, and then I had sour saison, which was also above average. So anything for saisons for me, if it's above average, it's it's good. Um, not not the biggest saison person. So um, I don't remember trying her beers there though. So, but going off the guava goddess, going off the yeah, going off an above average saison. The cool vibe, the great music. I got a nice uh, flannel from there uh despite it being like 90 degrees the whole trip uh, i'm gonna go hopkins on this one so for the last like of the early rounds we got uh my last brewery that i went to 
Level Crossing. Uh, Level Crossing was, oh man, I'm trying to remember this spot a little bit better. Um, this was the, yeah, this was, this was spot number six of my last trip. So got me some slack on this one, but, uh, I'm going to, you know, let's, let's scroll back to the beer. Maybe that'll, maybe that'll jog this a little bit more. All right. So yeah, this isn't now. <laughs> Good thing I Ubered. Um, oh man. Yeah, this is, uh, oh man, I wish I remembered more. Shit. I will say it was right down the street. Oh, no. Oh my God. I actually remember this very well. I think I'm confusing this in Saltfire a little bit and why I was like, wait a second. So level crossing, uh, really cool spot. Uh, slightly large, they had an outdoor area. Uh, but I got to meet some cool people there. I met a, I met a local, I met a local from, uh, actually where my full-time job is in Eagle, Pennsylvania, go up and also live in Downingtown and he worked at Victory. So it was kind of cool getting to meet some, uh, a local, um, local to me. And apparently the head brewers there are also from Pennsylvania up North towards like Scranton. So again, pretty cool. Um, basically Pennsylvania beer in Utah, really good beer though. Um, they had a Philly sour, which is kind of cool to see fruit bat Philly sour, above average i think all their beer was above average though um not by much i think their hazy was definitely one of the better ones i uh, gave that a 4-2 the in the pines and uh i think there was another one i got the yeah the bat country blonde ale also pretty good all right so that was a that was a cool location um again last spot i did like their merch quite a bit um and super friendly everybody there was super friendly they had a, the bartender there nate super relaxed super chill kind of reminded me of the the extra talkative guy from uh well uh ant-man yeah ant-man um shit i can't remember his name the guy that tells the stories yeah you know you know what i'm talking about if you've seen ant-man um so yeah that's level crossing and that's going up against a fisher a fisher brewing company um i wanted to like that spot more Fisher was tough. Um, I'm not a fan of their logo. I think it's super generic. Um, they probably have, to me, the most generic logo for a brewery, at least out there. In this, terms of all of these, they were definitely the most basic, uh, even compared to ones that were also just a name like Uinta. Uinta. Um, but yeah, it was a little... Uh, it was okay. Fisher was a Fisher was okay. Um, the spot was average. Um, it was probably the most, I went there based off of uh, a recommendation and it, I can see why they recommended it, but it wasn't my favorite spot and that's fine. I don't expect every brewery to be everyone's favorite spot. So again, if you guys want to check these out, check them out. They're absolutely all worth it. They're all worth the, uh, to the support, um, and, and worth the shot to, to try out. So I think between level crossing and Fisher, it's pretty easy for me. I got to go level crossing. Um, all right. So I'm going to start to fly through this. Uh, I, I'm not going to get in the, you, you've already heard me talk about all these breweries. Um, and if I, I all right, so we're just going to fly through. So let's do this. Grid city and Jim Dandy. This one's tougher than I thought. God damn it. Um, Speaking of meeting locals, the bartender at Jim Dandy in Pocatello, Idaho, 
happened to be from where I currently live. Or not from. She wasn't from here. She's been here. This is like the only place in Pennsylvania she's been. That's pretty damn random and cool. Yeah, props for that. But between Jim Dandy and Grid City, uh, it's probably not fair to Grid City that it was my first stop after my race and I just wasn't feeling well. Um... Uh, so to me, it's Jim Dandy just because I was so excited to go to an Idaho brewery and it was really good beer. That that melon patch, that that watermelon sour, one of my favorite beers of the whole trip. So I'm going Jim Dandy. Um, and then Melvin versus Templin family. That one's tough. Um, the Melvin location is definitely the coolest location I've been to for a brewery. But the Templin overall was just fantastic uh the beer was amazing the people were super cool they were all super friendly too um i gotta give everybody their props every bartender came up whether they were bartending or not and asked if we needed help that was so cool like servers were coming up hey can you guys can i get you guys anything like places don't do that i just that was awesome i gotta go templin this is tough absolutely tough for me so, yeah, let's let's keep going. So we got Utah, UTOG against Ketos. This one's super easy for me. It's not anything against Utah. Ketos is just awesome. Um, their beer selection there. I didn't even talk about their big gay ale. Uh, their merch uh, was fantastic. Um, it was designed by some of it was designed by the bartender Q. Uh, Ketos was just great. It, it really was. It's a cool spot. It's someplace I would hang out. Uh, I don't know if I'm a big pinballer, but I would I would play pinball there. Like, it was a cool spot. I absolutely enjoyed it. Um, so we're going Ketos. We are absolutely going Ketos on that one. Um, and then we got Hopkins Brewing against Level Crossing. I got to go Hopkins. Um, the vibe, the whole thing was pretty cool. And I wish I got to try more beers there. It was like right at close... Um, I would go back. I think that would be, if I went back to Salt Lake, that might be actually my first stop and I would redo it again. I'd fly in probably the same time as Kate, land at like seven and go there and hang out because I would love to go back there. Um, so we're going Hopkins over level crossing and again, nothing against level crossing. Good spot. Love the, the Pennsylvania aspect of it. Um, and maybe a lot of this has to do with the timing of when I went, but Hopkins was cool. I, I liked Hopkins. Um, let's just stick between Hopkins and Ketos. Um, I've got to go Ketos. Ketos was one of those random bright spots. I'm so glad I found it and didn't just like, you know, settle for the Uintas and Salt Fires because they are probably the most like known down there in terms of like when you like search, everybody seems to talk about those two. Ketos deserves more recognition. Flat and simple. Um, they're Finnish owned. Um, it, it, it Keto's. I hope Keto's gets bigger. I really do. Um, I think they were talking. He was, Q was talking about them expanding. I hope that's the case. They deserve it. Um, the amount of styles of beers they had. They probably had. I think she said they had like 28, 29 taps. Something like that. It might be 27. Um, but they had a good number of taps. And that's just rare for that many beers to be that good and have that many taps. So props to Ketos. They're moving on. Um, yeah. So, and then finally we got Jim Dandy against Templin Family. Man, 
this is tough. Like, I, I'm I'm gonna go Templin just because the whole thing was was great. Um, Jim Dandy was super nice. It was kind of a little more country feel, which is cool. Again, totally cool. Um, the melon patch beer, again, one of my favorites from the whole trip. But uh, I think Templin overall was just better. Um, two completely different vibes, which is fine just for me and I would like to hang out at Templin. I like to hang out at both. It's tough. But I think the Templin beer, at least the two that I had, were, were, were I mean, I rated them absolutely highly. So, yeah, we're going, we're going Templin. Oh, man. So, Templin family versus Keto's. This one's tough. I need to, hold on. Huh. I need a sip. Needed a sip of whatever random beer I'm drinking. So yeah, but between Templin and Keto's, oh god, I don't want to do this to them, but I, my heart is telling me that Templin is the one to go. Keto's, you have all the promise in the world. I think you could take over Utah if you wanted to, but I think right now Templin is just slightly ahead. Um, Man, this is tough. And it kind of breaks my heart a little bit because I wish I could have, like, two winners. But I got to pick one. Oh, and I'm picking Templin. I just... That beer there was so good. And the... Oh, God, but the salt and pickle. And the big ale. Oh. I got to go Templin, though. For only the two beers that I picked out to be that good tells me that the rest of them are that good, right? I don't know. Either way, guys, thank you for listening. That's the end of our episode. Um, I hope you enjoy it. I I hope you guys get to explore Utah like I did in Wyoming and Idaho. It's absolutely worth the trip, and I will absolutely join anybody, anytime and going. So thank you for listening, and uh, yeah, have a great night, guys.